1: Well, hello, 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 everyone. I love that intro. Oh my gosh, it's been like almost a dozen years we've been doing this show, and today is a very, very special episode. I love it when I'm not the smartest person in the room. <laughs> I think that happens more times than I realize. And so, one of my reasons for doing the show is to meet people who have figured it out further down the path than I and bring all those juicy nuggets to you. Uh, let's see if I can bring up to speed. For me personally, what's happening. Uh, It is officially summer's over. If you're listening to this live, if you're a replay on any of our myriad of podcast platforms, you don't care. But for me, it was Labor Day this last weekend. And there's a vibe with a feel in the air. My son, my 19 year old son left for college. My 19 year old twin daughter, luckily I've strapped her to a bed, she can't leave. Uh, But I'm definitely feeling that empty nester thing. I'm now investing in courses in how to cope as an empty nester. Oh my gosh what a phenomenon and what an interesting point in life and today we're gonna be talking about money mindset and marketing with one of my favorite people i've spent the last two years getting to know him Uh, although we've never really talked one-on-one which is interesting we've whatsapp back and forth i listen to him speak all the time i just listened to his summit a couple of days ago you're going to get all of this and then we're going to appear live in a couple of weeks on real summits which i just love on for so many levels um so you know, without further ado, I want to get this conversation started. All the way from across the pond, he has appeared with people, some of our favorite people like Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, Robert Kurosaki. Oh, my God. This guy definitely has it going on when it comes to mindset, money, and marketing. And even though I know him, I already own his course. I was on the summit. I wanted to buy it again. That's how good he is. Please welcome Paul O'Mahoney. Hey, thank you
2: so much for having me, Forbes. It's an honor to be here.
1: And the crowd goes wild. I really was listening to you. I mean, you are so freaking good and and casual about it. So there's a couple of fronts that I want to talk on. Number one, if you are not watching this live on Facebook, not one of my 1.8 million fans, but listening to it on radio, you can't see what's over his shoulder. What is there sitting over your shoulder, my friend? Uh, this shoulder? Yeah. This... <laughs> oh, you mean this shoulder? Um,
2: These are some awards from ClickFunnels. So ClickFunnels is a SaaS company, a software as a service company. They have a software that allows you to build out uh, simple websites that allow people to sign up and do your program, starting with a free option and then upgrade later. And these awards are for when one of those individual websites uh, generates over 10 million in revenue. So we've um, two of those, two 10 million ones and two Obviously, 1 million ones as well. And we, we, yeah, we're on the way to our third 10 million one from a third funnel. It's pretty cool. They've got a really good thing going on there.
1: All right. So we're going to delve into that in a little bit. Trust me, you guys. You want to hang out with somebody who's got a ClickFunnels award, not just the 2 Comma Club, which is 1 million, but the freaking 10 million. Paul, I tell a story real quick. I had with my daughter had been playing around with ClickFunnels for a couple of years. Good friends with the guys who created it, Russell Brunson. And we never really did very much until so COVID hit. And day one, after we, like I said, I'd made like $1.98 selling a couple of eBooks a long time ago, saw all you guys with all your beautiful plaques. First time I did a webinar, I opened up my account the next morning, there was 25K in there. And I turned to my daughter and I said, what does the K stand for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: on my way to make, well, by the way, so it's 25 <laughs> for the first, in four weeks, we made hundred K. I'm not even close to the 1 million, which is what we want to be doing on one funnel. Uh, so Guys, stick around for that. Let's backtrack, unpack. Who is the amazing, famous Paul O. Mahoney? Tell me about you.
2: Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself famous. I'm probably the the least well known of the uh, the funnel hackers out there. Um, I like to stay in the background, really, most of the time. I'm naturally an introvert. Um, to give you a brief background, I guess I went. To, I'm the son of two teachers, so. Everything in my life led up to going to college, getting qualifications. So I studied. Um, it was strange, actually. Even as a child, Santa Claus had a strange obsession with my report card, which I always found unusual, a little bit um, strange <laughs> that my Christmas presents depended on exam results. <laughs> but I worked that out years later. All right. I won't, I won't uh, break that to your listeners just yet. I don't know the age group. But So I went to college. I did industrial biochemistry for four years. I knew the day I finished that, I'd never be doing that again. Then I gave chemical engineering a go for a year. I got qualified in that. Then I worked in a multinational, U.S. multinational corporation, Boston Scientific, a medical devices company for nine years. And they paid for me to do a project management professional, so PMP, and an MBA while working for them. So literally at age 30, I had more letters coming after my name than... Um, I don't know, some of the, the, the people with the longest names in the world, but I found myself at age 30 with all these qualifications. I was half a million euros in debt in negative equity from buying properties at exactly the worst possible time in Ireland and had done everything right. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Buy your house, get on the property ladder, get the deposit, get one investment property. And I'd done literally everything. And at 30 years of age, I didn't own my own car. I had just half a million euro in debt. And I just said, surely something is not right about all of this, you know, th- this doesn't make any sense. So I brought myself to a multi-speaker event, which I'd never been to before. In-, in Ireland, you have to understand, Irish people are the most skeptical people on the planet. I mean, bar none, there is nobody more skeptical. So you can only imagine the reception the American speakers received when they were asking us to high five each other and say, awesome. And we just said, no, I'm sorry. We're not going to do that. Or massage the person next to you. No, we don't touch even our own family. But at the end of it, one guy just, he made a comment, which really, you know, resonated with me where he said, guys, the irony is you think we're here to brainwash you. But he said, you guys are so brainwashed that you actually have been brought up to believe that the first 20 years of your life, that, wealth is connected to qualifications, letters that you get after your name. And that's what your first 20 years are about, that your parents are aiming for, is to get you all these letters. He said, as a high school dropout, I found that a much more accurate measure of wealth are the actual numbers in my bank account, not the letters after my name. And when he said it, it just, it hurts so bad. But at the same time, I said, finally, somebody who is speaking the truth as I see it. Because if I ever complained about my situation, people say, like, what's wrong with you? You've a great job. You're a director in a corporate. You've, you've got everything. You've got all the trimmings of success. You have your own house. I, say, I don't. I check my bank account. None of it's mine. It's a complete joke. It's A friend of mine, Judy May Murphy, calls it um, rich-poor. This state of rich-poor that so many people are in, keeping up appearances. But if anybody checked their bank accounts, you know, it, it ain't pretty. And then we immediately default to yeah, but so was everybody else. That's like our, our default defense mechanism constantly. So I, I bought a few programs at like that. I went to see Tony Robbins. I literally quit Tony Robbins, uh, quit my job the first night of the Tony Robbins' event. I don't recommend you do this. And um, yeah, I went on the fake it till you make it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I wouldn't really take that advice as um, uh, as, you know, exactly as intended, maybe, maybe within reason. Like I literally quit all my income sources. Just, uh, it was not the right thing to do. But anyway, long story short, I did the courses. I followed through on these online courses about how to set up a business. Four months into that journey, four months in, as opposed to 30 years in my life, I'd already matched my salary. I was at $10,000 a month from using Twitter, of all things. I don't, I don't even like social media, let's be clear not not i'm not technical don't like any of that stuff to this day i don't understand why people spend so much time on social media i do understand it but i prefer if they didn't let's just say there's a better use of their time but within yeah within four months i was making ten thousand dollars a month but in a year myself and my business partner at the time we'd made our first million dollars and like that would have taken me a lifetime to earn let alone save and what It took then a decade to get to about 50 million mark. And I feel like we're just getting started. And to be honest, it's not, it's not about the money anymore. Um, but people do like to know how much money is involved. But you know, for me, that, that I don't get excited by the money anymore, but it I really just feel that so many people are just caught up in this old-fashioned mindset um, that is so difficult to break free of when your immediate circle of friends also truly believe in that mindset and they don't see it any other
1: way you know let me spin that because yes we know that we've heard it i do have one child yeah. going to college other one has got a business i understand the dichotomy there however mm-hmm. you had good fortune starting out i spent 10 years not making money online i just couldn't figure it out i'd hired people took some courses maybe i didn't finish some of the courses maybe i overpaid mentors that were not doing it and i didn't make sense to me also i do think that i was doing that maybe when you were during the transition period, or maybe I wasn't focused on it, or what. Where you succeeded in that, and my big fear is that we tell a lot of people, like you said, do not quit your job overnight at a training, trust me. Uh, and you can, certainly it puts a fire under your butt, but there's things that you still don't know. And one of the problems with the space, and now fast forward, probably 10 or 20 years later, there everybody's in the space selling you something. Now, where do you go? Who do you trust? What do you focus on? So what would you tell somebody? I mean, you had some sort of magic sauce that allowed you to do that. Even 10,000 a month is a good start, yes?
2: Yeah, um, the magic sauce was I, I paid for a mentor. Like I went to three workshops, I paid for three workshops. I, and this is so typical, like I even see it nowadays, but I went to the first workshop. I'd never, exper- I'd never been to anything like this before. So I was really upset when the person at the workshop, the coach, was trying to sell me something else. I was like, "Hang on a second, can we?" Can
1: Same we do, thing here, right? Yeah.
2: Can we do the stuff that we paid for rather than using the time that I've paid for for telling me about something else that I need? Because this really isn't, you know, it's not that it won't work, but you're just not going to do it. And I got frustrated with that, and I said, "I'll show this guy." And sh- by the two days after it, I just, you know, f- said, "Oh, I'll catch up on Wednesday, Thursday." Came along, I forgot, you know, and so I said, oh, "I have a second workshop coming up. I'll do that." This time, even before we sat down on the first day, there was a sales letter, like more like Bible, like a big booklet on my desk. I was like, what the hell? I haven't even sat down, and this guy is telling me about buying something else. And then, when by the time the third workshop came around, I actually—that's—I made money at that event, that I can explain in a little while how that happened. But the coach spoke to me, and when he heard the way I was slating these other previous coaches about how they were just selling other stuff. He said, oh, you've got a problem. You've got a problem with sales. Um, I can't see this working out for you. I was like, you know, I was really taken aback from being a corporate director, that my job was to find holes and pick holes and presentations to, to basically been put in a box to say, you, look, you're completely someone who's just abdicating all responsibility. It's somebody else's fault. He said, "By the way, did you um, did you do what they say? Did you follow through on those courses?" I said, "No, but." He goes, "Yeah, everything seems to be no, but with you, um, they were correct." So is what you're saying when they said you wouldn't do it without getting uh, held accountable. I said, "Yeah, they were right about that, but." And he he really put me in my place, and he he basically said to me, um, "If you want, I know just from your personality type, if you want to get this done, because you you have an ego." Because you feel like you know more than you actually do. And by the way, you know nothing about this space. You literally have to be put in your box. You have to be told what to do. And you cannot question anything I say. He said, You just do it. And he said, I know I'm younger than you, right? And that probably annoys you, which it did. But he said, And you're going to have to pay the full amount. There's no discounts. And he said, Because I'm guessing you were going to probably say you couldn't afford it. I said, Well, I can't. I don't have a job um, right now. I, I'm unemployed. And he said, yeah, good. This is, this is great. You're like um, very typical. And he, every time I, I, I joined his mentoring, every time I questioned what he said or how he said, he said, you can question my system when you've made your first million. That was it. Every time he just said that. And I said, whoa, okay, wow. So there are times in life when you need to just go back to being the pupil again, and to be coachable again, and to be willing to learn again, and to just appreciate how little you know in in other fields. When you think it's really disconcerting, though, when you think you know how the world works, and suddenly you have to relearn and realize that okay, um, most of what I've done and most of what I've learned just has to be put down to experience. Don't get don't get emotional about it. Just put it in the past and move forward.
1: Oh, mm, dude, I have some massive nuggets that I think I needed to hear. Uh, yeah, apparently I didn't listen to the guys who could have told me certain things. I didn't think I knew it all, especially coming from infomercials and my world. And I saw the online world and I just, yeah, it just eluded me, which is frustrating because now it doesn't, but with the help of a 17 year old, right? She changed my life. You guys, I hope that you un uh, you know, you heard that Paul, I love that was really from the heart. Um, so many of us go down a road when I do my coaching because of what you just said, I do this. I make everyone on their on their pad write the word surrender and i tell them guys look i'm not asking you to give up i'm asking you to lean in my process is is very specific and if you're talking to two and three different coaches you'll hear two or three different opinions none of which you'll take action on one at a time eat from the buffet the one food digest it and then move on to get any results and i love the fact that you just validated that thank you and thank you hey guys um we have to take a commercial break we are in fact a real radio station and uh, coming up, we've got some of our beautiful sponsors. So I'm gonna be right back with Paul. There's, we're not even into the good stuff yet. And I'm like leaning over my microphone going more and more and more. <laughs> uh, he does have some secret sauce and how he's got two $10 million, what four commas? how many commas there are in all that? Uh, there's only two, I know. Do the math, Forbes. <laughs> all right, you guys, uh, we'll be right back after this message. Don't go away.
0: to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes, guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym, so try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back. We're talking to Paul O'Mahony, and he is dropping some massive nuggets. Uh, what he said over the break was not everybody should be an entrepreneur. Ooh. And that your dad took how many years to acknowledge what you were doing for a living? Um,
2: so oh, about eight, I think. When, when I finally wrote my first book, Rethink Social Media, my dad was so delighted because now he could just say when people ask, so what's Paul doing? He, oh, he's an author. It's like, okay, finally, I can explain. It was like Chandler Bing in Friends up until then. <laughs> Nobody quite knew what I did. And anytime he started to say something on the internet, but I'm not quite sure, um, people used to get really suspicious about what that might be.
1: So you're the first plaque that you got. You first keyed into this and your big success came in what form? What were you promoting or creating? Um,
2: do you mean plaque-wise or going right back to 2009?
1: No, plaque-wise. I, I just want to skip forward. I'm going oh. look Likewise, okay.
2: So um, after I worked out how to start making money with social media through affiliates, just selling other people's stuff, then I started creating my own programs. So the first f- the first $1 million came from uh, the Rethink Social Media book, um, where people then could go from there onto a webinar, and then from the webinar into a year-long support um, training with my coaches. Um, and I collected that maybe just before COVID. And- Here's the irony, Forbes. I went to pick it up and I felt like such a loser. I'll tell you why. There was over 200 other people picking up these $1 million discs. And then there was like a, a group of about 30 with 10 million or 25 million. There was two guys with 100 million. And I knew, a, I knew Adrian Morrison, Anthony Morrison, Shakir. I knew at least five of them personally. I was like, what the... What the hell am I doing in the pauper line with a million dollars? So I said, I, I am, I'm going back home and I'm going to get my game up big time. So literally one year later, um, I was down for two separate ten million dollar awards just by changing our focus and making sure that we drove a lot more of our traffic through our click funnel stuff because we were making the money, but we weren't um, doing it in a way that I guess would be you know, who, who sees your private accounts, right? But suddenly it becomes significant and noticeable when you're picking up awards for doing the same amount of work. But um, that's why it's so clever what Russell is doing. And, and Todd, it, it's it's really great. I'm looking forward to going by the way, end of September.
1: Uh, I know, you know, you're right down the street from my house, you would be in Orlando. In fact, yeah. Brian's gonna be here in two weeks. You know, it's funny because Adrian, I, I did an infomercial with Adrian and Anthony uh, that grossed about $17 million on how to make money on Facebook uh, back way back when. And I again, those are the two of the guys that I'm at their home. I'm friends, and I just could never quite figure it out. And I will tell you that's one of the interesting things is I didn't find a lot of the guys shared their real secret sauce. They would teach you pieces of it, mm-hmm. but it let, but you kind of had to come to the table knowing something. What made you focus on so you did affiliate was affiliate your first one selling someone yes, else's uh,
2: yeah. not for my first funnel, but my 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 first million dollars would primarily through affiliates.
1: Now, knowing what you know now, what would you tell an entrepreneur? Start your own product, be an affiliate.
2: Mm -hmm. I I would. It depends on the person. Um, I would suggest you learn how to become an affiliate first. And I'll tell you why, just before people jump in, immediately tune out on that, is because the product is not what's going to uh, decide if you're a good business uh, owner, right? Or if you're gonna be profitable. I'll give you an example and explain it this way. I have a very good friend and she's big into vegan foods. And she wants, she has her own stuff and she wants to create it and her own sales pages. And I said, that's all brilliant. I said, you know what? You know what would be a better exercise for you now is spend six months promoting the top vegan products on the market. And she had such an, an aversion to it. And I said, why? And she goes, mine's better, mine's better. I said, look, you're, you are going to spend the next six months to a year trying to figure out marketing, trying to figure out what a sales page is, trying to get a video sales letter that converts. For learning all these skills that, you know what? You're so much better off not getting distracted by the product and then all of that just focus on a product that's proven a conversion that's proven a sales page that's proven so that you start to learn the game of business right bring the money in right you're going to be learning marketing you'll be learning ads you can always bonus your own stuff but that's the quickest way to get money in is by not getting emotionally connected to your product. Because if you are connected to a product, it's it's like your children, right? Usually it's amazing. It's like you set it up with talking about it at the start of this show, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: so guys, so for those of you watching, I'm loving this as well. Uh, number one, the beginning part of my career, doing infomercials and home shopping, I promoted other people's products. I was a spokesperson for them, which is as close to an affiliate concept as you can get. Because then you have no marketing, no design, no returns, no customer service. And then like we all do, I guess you get to a certain point, I need my own product and I have a fitness product. I don't know if you've ever seen my spin gym. Hard to get it to Ireland, but you need one of these. Greatest way to change your state and get your heart pumping while you're sitting on a Zoom call Yeah. Oh my God, I traded a portion of my life to just to make and promote that. So I love that piece of advice. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, We we don't have six hours to finish this conversation. I would love it. Let's fast forward. You and I are on a platform called Real Summits or Real Success. I'm not quite sure what. Uh, And every month we've been doing this. You, I looked at the list of people earning. I think you're at the top of the people earning. I'm gunning for you. (laughs) What is your success what do you understand about value ladders and the way you've created it and why are you promoting and created what you're doing now
2: uh thank you for the question and also thank you for brian for putting that event together you know you know what it's kind of funny the the less so so many people are worried about what if people find out there's an upsell what if people find out that i'm giving this away for free so that eventually i'm going to sell something to them I find that the more authentic you are and open with people about exactly what the process is, why it's not for everybody, why it is for certain people, and you just you 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 don't put yourself on a pedestal, right? You you just relate to people at their level, and I can do that because I I, I literally was that cynic and and skeptic in the audience, and I say, right, look, if this is something that fits for you, great. If it doesn't, there's no worries. We'll leave as friends anyway. I think the real recipe for me that works well is even the people that come to the workshop and they decide to go no further, they're still really happy. They're not upset. They're they're not going home going, oh, you know, okay, make them I think I wish I could afford to go to the next thing. But they're also aware on day one when I, I I'd say, I'm not going to use any of your training time to sell anything. I say I promise you this because I know that put me off and very nearly put me off the industry as a whole. So That shakes people up a little bit because I don't, we do literally no sales during any of our training hours. And it even puts people a little bit off. They're like, seriously, you better be offering me something else, right? I was like, well, we'll see. What do you offer your Real Summits? Real Summits, I offer my Rethink Social Media program, which is a four-day workshop and an online membership site and access to support for a year. Got it. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, you were gonna finish my question. I didn't mean to interrupt you. but actually, you know what? I'm going to interrupt you at the moment. You are doing webinar about what you're up to, aren't you? I think you're doing- Yes, one- I am. And by
2: the way, the, I do also do something else on the summit that I think a lot of your audience would listen to. I am a huge advocate of financial education for children and teens. Um, so I, I do have another spot where I specifically talk about how to use cartoon and the metaverse to teach children and teens about financial education, how to set goals, use vision boards, all of these things so that they're adept for the world that we live in today, because we are just, we're going, our educational system is so far behind what the requirements are in today's society, which is unfortunate, but it is how it is. And and I'm doing my very best to, to unwind that, you know, with the help of people like Brian to get the message out there.
1: Well, I love that. Here's, because we, oh, we don't, we have about uh, 25 minutes left. Tonight, I'm also doing my mastermind, and it'll be the middle of the night for you, so I'm not going to invite you to get up. You might, but I would like to play a little of this portion uh, so that they can understand what's available, what you teach, and what they can learn, what we can all learn from
2: you. Right what... now, okay. Um, yeah, so um, I believe you have a link as well, right? Is that...
1: I do have a link somewhere. I have to go look at that. Um, and yeah. I don't know if it's a link that you can say, which unfortunately we're over the radio here.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I do actually. So I'll start with that, right? So we have a follow-up training for anybody that's kind of interested in seeing, uh, you know, like what Forbes said, how do I relay and talk about what it is that I do in a very easy down-to-earth way? Um, it's available at bit.ly forward slash Forbes and Paul. So bit.ly dot L-Y forward slash Forbes and Paul. But in, in that training, I basically walk people through this three-step process to getting started with your online business, that it really is not rocket science. Um, the first being, what is that uh, niche that you need to pick? Forget this, follow your passion or every day is your vocation and vacation. That works when you've made your money, right? For me, take the pressure off first, take off that financial strain, go where the money's already flowing. That's what we spoke about earlier, the difference between creating your own product and selling somebody else's. And and I really try to explain to people, there is nothing strange about the idea of selling other businesses' products. Go to Walmart, right? Go to CVS, go to any store, Target that you're aware of. The amount of products that they sell that are their own is only about 5%. You know, people go to the shop, not to milk the cows. They go to have the milk already cartoned up, right, in the the refrigeration aisle. So that's all we're saying is give people what they want. Get yourself, get your ego out of the way and let people buy through you. So then the next question is from people about how do I do that? And why would they buy from me and not directly from the source? But that's how you, the second step is using social media, instead of selling to people, instead of annoying people, invite them to come get something for free of value from you. And that is extremely easy to do. There were, I mean, you, you've heard of YouTube. <laughs> you know, there's any video on anything out there, but what people want is a packaged up, convenient uh, access to you know free trainings on whatever that niche is that you want to get into. And then the third step in that is, well, how do you promote on an ongoing basis, other people's products, especially to get started with, where you can start to bring in a regular income. And that regular income can very quickly start replacing the, the job that you may have at this point in time. And for me, that's, that's the, the incentive is match your current salary with an online business. Now you've got choices because if you're sitting here today watching this and you're 44 years of age, it's taken you 44 years to earn what you're earning today. And what if you can make that in six months using a completely different way, but this time when you do it, there's no ceiling. It's not dependent on how many hours you work. You know, if you have a good week this week at work, you've still got to go back next week and back the the week after, right? The car you're driving, the house you live in, the vacation you go on, the people you travel with, you know, all of those things all come back to scarcity of money and how much access you have to it. So when people talk about, all money doesn't matter to me, et cetera, look, you're only fooling yourself because money, people that say that genuinely don't understand the trap that they are in around money. Yeah. It absolutely controls every decision you make in the morning from what time am I getting up, right? To what am I going to eat? To what car am I going to drive into To how long am I going to sit in the traffic? To how, who am I going to sit beside all day at work? And for how many years am I going to do that? Like all of those things that we do, you may not realize it, but it's a direct line to your relationship with money. And if you can set up a simple internet business, because here's the thing, I ask you on the radio, ask you on Facebook right now, Right. Is it difficult for you to make money online? The vast majority of you would say, yeah, yeah, no idea. don't understand it. But here's the thing. How many days is it since you last purchased something online? Ooh. It could be today, right? It was certainly in the last week. You know what that means? You're already a pro at making money online, right? You're an expert at it, but for other people, right? How come you're so good at giving it away and never for a moment stop to think, why don't we change sides here? Why don't we turn around? Because this smartphone, this device is the number one addiction on the planet right? We hate our kids on it. We hate our teens on it. But if you actually appreciate for a moment, look, you're addicted. You bring it to bed with you. You charge it up last thing at night. You couldn't care less if your partner is charged first thing in the morning. But if your day starts with 12% charge on your phone, it's a freaking nightmare, right? And that's the world that we live in today. But why is that important? Because if you live like most people stuck to that device, it's become your compass, It dictates what your north is. It dictates what you're going to do next, where your energy goes, where your focus goes, where your money goes. But at the same time, in a world where there are more phones on the planet than people, you, if you use it the right way, have access 24 hours a day, seven days a week to people because they literally bring that device to bed. So if you know what you're doing, And you're just giving them the opportunity to purchase the brands and the products that they like and love already. And you get your ego out of the way and get the money in. And then you can start thinking about, do I want to mess this up a little bit by adding in my own products and services? Okay, get help if you're going to do that. But to begin with, it is such a no-brainer because you already know how to do one part of the formula extremely well. The mindset that I like to use is the internet is the biggest bank in the world. And everybody you know knows the code as to how to make deposits into it, but only if a small percentage have figured out the PIN number to withdraw that money, right? Nobody puts money into the bank with no intention of taking it back out. So why do we do that with the internet, right? Just wake up, open your eyes and realize we have an incredible opportunity to completely rethink social media, stop wasting time and start earning money.
1: Ooh, I will tell you my Facebook is lighting up. Glenda and Tatum and Carmen are all just like screaming for you going, yes, yes, yes. Let's invite people to come to this webinar that you've set up for us. And I appreciate that. And if you guys want it, the link is bit.ly, bit.ly slash Forbes and Paul. It's got a ring to it. Kind of like Ringo and Paul, but maybe different. <laughs> so, What are they going to expect?
2: Uh, so I, I will go through that, that three-step process in more detail, right? And I, I'll go through what, uh, for, for example, I'll dig into Twitter, right? Which is um, up at, until Elon started bringing it back it, into attention, was like the the unforg- the forgotten uh, social network. But I'll show people how they can literally uh, find a, a brand like, let's say, like Tony Robbins, who I mentioned earlier, and get your message in front of his audience, right? And not only his three million followers, but his the people that are similar to his people, which is up to sixty million plus people. Imagine getting a message in front of. 60 million people that are into Tony Robbins. Like, what do you think you should promote to them? And before you even say my personal development course, no, you sell Tony stuff to his people, right? And we could you can do this for television shows, you can do this for sporting events, right? We've got the NFL coming back up. Um, actually, we've got to a game in Miami this month, but like literally, let's say the dolphins are playing the Bills. You could be on Twitter selling Bill's jersey to Bill's fans, Dolphins jerseys to Dolphins fans on all the games in any sport at any time. Across, like you can actually use your sport or TV addiction to your benefit for once and appreciate that it's absolutely incredible what's possible. It's just that people have no idea what is actually available to them when they use social networks from a marketer's standpoint as opposed to a user's standpoint just being targeted all the time. So we'll show you how to
1: do that. I'm signing, I will be there. I'm signing when and where is this? So seriously, I know it's probably on the link, but I'm signing up. I don't know how to do this. In fact, yeah, it seems kind of obvious. Why would I do that? Why would I show my people how to do that? So I'm in, I told you, like I said, watching you. I'm like, okay, I want that. (laughs) It's brilliant. Uh, now, we got one minute to break, guys. Um, I'm sorry. I'm fawning all over Paul. That's probably messy. You guys, um, we're going to go take a quick little break. to Some of my sponsors who pay me to be here. And uh, I will see you right after this message. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power, too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
1: Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: listening To the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. You
1: know what I feel so silly about is that I've had your number in my WhatsApp. I've been meaning to connect to you, and it took me two years to do this. And I will tell you, you are lighting up my audience. Um, and I'm cause Carmen says, I'm still struggling with affiliate marketing. I've got Lisa. This is so informative. And Glenn is like, I just signed up. There you go. Okay. And I will tell you, we're going to re-air this tonight. Uh, my mastermind is just an extraordinary group of 200 people. I mean, I was not online two years ago and now I've had 14,000 people go through my trainings. Um, what I'm hoping to glean from, from you and several other people that I have recently encountered is just really how to continue to run that business at a higher level and have the, the right follow throughs and. Brian's coming to my house to slap my knuckles and going, you're leaving too much money on the table. (laughs) Yeah, You don't know what you don't know. You know, if you want to do an infomercial, come talk to me. And by the way, for your audience, what my niche is pitching, uh, which uh, you are brilliant at. And I'm not sure if you've broken down how you do all of that. I think some of it you have. That's how you pitch on social media. But the art of verbal pitching, the level of confidence that you've created. For me personally, I come from a different angle that it's designed to create confidence in, especially in women who will sign on to a network marketing company affiliate makes yep. sense. They see the people who've made all the money like you and they're never given quite enough to get there. I, and I know they have not Cause when they come to me, they don't pitch it right. They're like, you know, I have this product Forbes. I work for this company. By the way, this product says, what would Forbes do? Just so you know, in case you guys want one uh, or I Forbes did, which means to manifest something, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. Is your dad still alive, by the way? Yep. What does he think of you now? Yeah.
2: I think he's proud.
1: Yeah, my dad died at 70 in front of a giant computer screen with a little green click thing. And it's like this email thing, this will never last. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what's right quite- for him. Yeah, well, you know, my daughter wanted bitcoins at $100. I got to tell you, you never quite know what you don't know at the moment. Wow. I know, wow. right? Um, So... Walk me through because I'm excited. I'm going to show. I am showing up for the webinar. I'm probably going to enroll in your course because I think from hearing you talk, there are things that you offer that I would love to know more of. Sure. Um, And from there, where do people go with you? How how deep do you get into your coaching? So um,
2: in the four days, right? It's set up in a way that it's a combination of me and as part of the Rethink Academy. Like we have 20 coaches. So it gets to a point within social media that there's just no way you can keep on top of all the individual networks, and I found that out maybe five, six years ago, just purely from exhaustion. So we have like an Instagram expert, a TikTok expert, a Twitter expert, Facebook ads expert, et cetera, et cetera, YouTube expert. So um, we can go deeper down those avenues, then depending on where somebody wants to take it, um, and we we go through that on the the four or through the four days. Then after that. Um, people, if they want to, they've got a choice to come work with those coaches for either seven months or 13 months to build out their own, uh, funnel. So this would be more for people that actually want to get their own products. They want to get their own webinars. Um, like without a shadow of a doubt, the quickest and easiest way to make a lot of money online is a webinar. Like without a shadow of a doubt, I've literally just done a webinar teaching webinars, um, but it's learning then, obviously, how to get people to that webinar. How do you get people to stay? What, what channels are best to use with social media, et cetera? So, in the, in the back end of it, um, usually it's for people who they have an idea or a product or want to be a coach and get that to the next level, or they have a business that's just not doing it online and they need specific help on how do I take this business like 5x, 10x using the internet, using that kind of. Um, approach. Where I'm not, I'm not the guy that will take you from 5 million to 50 million or 50 million to a hundred million. That's just, it's out of my depth in terms of being able to, unless you were doing exactly what I do, then no problem. But I don't have the experience. um, I I sit in on masterminds at that level, but I I wouldn't feel comfortable uh, delivering them, let's say.
1: You know what? We all have our little zone of genius. I love your zone of genius. And you've definitely hit a nerve with my audience because Carmen just signed up. Yeah, there you go. Um, what is a nugget? How do you get people to come to your webinar?
2: How do I get them to come? Yeah. The, the link, bit.ly. No, no,
1: no. no but you, there's a secret. How do you get people to come to webinars? What's one oh, of
2: Apologies. Them? Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Because there's a, an element of webinar exhaustion, there's so many of them out there. Um, what I found works really well is just go crazy on the amount of what you're giving away for free. So for example, one of the, the mailings we're doing at the moment with partners is... I think we're giving away i've, I've 12 bestsellers, and i think we're giving away five of them the digital version just for free just by registering and as soon as they do that they're like well thank you and now immediately you're entering a, a psycho psychology marketing psychological let's step back as soon as i do that they're entering a contract with me psychologically that's the word i was looking for where they feel a little bit that they might owe me right so i've just given them all this stuff and i say hey can you do me a favor would you come join me on my web class because I'm able to, in this training, to expand on the trainings that are in this book. And that's how we're getting people in. It's, it's go big on the, give them the books and digital books because you always have those then um, in their possession that they can go back at any point, read them, review them. If they're really keen, they can go through that material even before the web class. Um, and that's, that for me at the moment is working really well. The other thing that's working well is doing challenges. If you have any kind of a following on social media, run a three day or a four day challenge. I find them tiring. I'm not into social media. I do very few posts. I think the last time I did a live post on social media was probably four years ago. I do all my content in one day for the year. That's it, done. And that's why a lot of people are drawn to me in that sense, they're like, oh my God, the the social media guy who does nothing on it. That's me, I'm not a Rob Moore or a John Lee or these guys that they're absolutely built for being influencers. They've got something to say every day. I don't, right? I don't have too many opinions on too many things. I think that keeps my life a bit simpler. Um, I talk about what I know in my own lanes and and keep it that way. And family man, live out the country, my two young daughters, and um, never posted pictures of them. People have no idea of my, um, uh, if I'm married or not, or single or not. or I never share anything partner-wise on social media. I just, and that's what, when people hear that, they get shocked. Like, oh my God, I always thought social media meant that you were selling a part of your soul, right? Um, for me, it's absolutely, there's no reason that you can not remain introverted, completely private, um, and just be very aware of what you're sharing. And I'm I'm very aware of what I'm sharing. And um, as I say, I, I don't um, share that with people. I just don't think it's any of their business, to be honest. I know they're interested, but yeah, wait till I'm on Hello Magazine or something. And <laughs> if they pay me enough, we can bring them out to the to the forest.
1: That's crazy. You mentioned some of the high ticket uh, masterminds that you're part of. Do you find them valuable?
2: Um, You know what? I went through a period of, this is probably the best way to answer it. I went through a period of not being in any, and I really regretted it. I really regretted it. It stopped me from upping my game. Um, I became too much of a recluse, too introverted. After COVID, I got really into not traveling. This is, I flew 130 times a year the previous four years to COVID, 130 times plus a year, constantly on the go, new ideas, et cetera, to the opposite. There you go. Same as what I mentioned earlier. But um, I've now since joined three group high-level masterminds and um, I'm loving it. Love it. They're, they're, they're imme- for someone at our level, they're immediately worth the investment that first week because you have a partnership that pays for double it, get, literally. The first day you meet, oh, I need to talk to her. I need to talk to him. Um, and we do a webinar together or whatever, and suddenly, boom, right? Um, so for, if you want to see where to go, if you want to meet the people, if you want to go beyond the theory and meet the, the, what the people are like, we don't change, right? We all have problems. We all have issues. They don't go away, but we learn to be, um, I guess, more secure in the insecurity.
1: Well, I love that I'm actually a little introverted myself, and that's kept me from certain things in my life. I may not look it, but I am. Uh, I'm going to ask you offline for some names because I think I also need to get out there a bit more. We get a little trapped. My kids finally hit that age where they're leaving the house. And now I once again can travel because I also was on an airplane all the time. And for all my listeners, I think you do need to understand, I'm not sure if it's the same for men and women, but I know for a long period of time, it was important to be mom, but not to give up my career. That was this mistake my mom made, and I watched her deteriorate when I left the house. I thought I'm not going to do that. How old are your kids?
2: Uh, three and uh, five. Oh,
1: god, that is like the best age. They're going to think that you're a god till about twelve. Just saying. Um, <laughs> oh, god, I love love babies at that age. Well, we we've
2: have- so it, we've a very interesting dynamic because our our eldest daughter um, Jess, um, she's nonverbal. So it's it's so interesting that the the daughter of an international speaker can't speak. It's like there's such a um, Lessons in there for us, and we, we've created a foundation for. She's she's very very high in the spectrum for autism and a few other things that go with it. Um, so what the, it's just unbelievable in a sense that you can see how things lined up that we we would not be able to deal with this situation in the best possible way that we can now. Like she her services cost on average six seven thousand dollars a month, right? Just just to give her the best of everything. I mean, that, that is way beyond the reach of most people but so then that allowed us to go you know what there's so many other parents in this situation and they just believe there's no hope and they don't they don't, they're not able to go and get certain treatments etc so um it's really in, in many ways acted as an even further inspiration to like okay you know what There there's lots of voices out there not being heard metaphorically or literally um and we're kind of we're taking on the baton for that and um uh, using the internet to, to to really get messages out there like that, that there's there's absolutely opportunity and there's a lot more than hope out there. There's real things that can be done for lots of people. So we're looking to share as much as we can free for free for parents that don't know how to handle it. There's no need to be shamed about it. You've done nothing wrong. Um, and we're setting up a respite center out the country so that parents, just the parents, can come out um, and have some time away from the kids because there's an 86% divorce rate of parents of kids with autism. And I, I can totally see why.
1: Yeah. I'm just dealing with one of my friends. I realized I did not know that he has a son who's dwarfed and what he went through, but not only that, but he had medical issues on Lily respirators for eight years of his life. So maybe there's a reason that this is you and I love what you were doing. And if I can support you in any way, I love doing that. I have a big heart and lots of resources. Uh, we have one minute to close. Uh. Share, some, share something with my audience. Anything.
2: Okay, well, first of all, being the marketer, don't forget to sign up at the link, bit.ly forward slash Forbes and Paul. But that said, you know, the name of my company is Rethink Academy. Right. And the the reason I call it that is because a lot of people are just unhappy with where they are in their situation in life. They've woken up one day and they've just asked themselves, is this it? And then they ask their friends and their friends say, Yeah, it is it, and you should be grateful, right? But sometimes it does not hurt to step outside of the box and just rethink your situation. Maybe it's not you that's the problem. Maybe you've just been following outdated methods of learnings, outdated methods of education and outdated systems that just don't work anymore. It hasn't been your fault for most of these. And if you're just willing to learn, step back and rethink your situation, you can get out of that box and create a new future for yourself very, very quickly.
1: Are you- Thank you, Forbes. You have more than touched my heart my audience i can hear them and feel them they're all telling you uh beautiful things i'll send that to you and everybody listening this week um what a very special blessed human being i'm glad i reached out to paul thank you so much for saying yes and uh i'll see you guys all in the webinar bit.ly forbes and paul and i will be there i'm very honored to have you in my life bye everybody i'll see you again next time